Hello and welcome to the Total Mental Performance Podcast, the one and only mindset podcast dedicated to helping fitness entrepreneurs and coaches master their mindset, giving you insider access to industry leaders around their psychology, their campfire stories, and the mindset required to be successful in this business. I'm your host, Kieran O'Neill, mental performance coach and founder of Total Mental Performance, the world's fastest growing specialist mindset service dedicated to the fitness industry. So without further ado, let's lean in and listen. Yes, yes, team. Welcome to another episode of the Total Mental Performance Podcast. It's your host, Kieran O'Neill, and today I'm going to be talking about procrastination. It's something that every coach struggles with and actually gives themselves a lot of shit for. So that's going to be super fun in terms of um, what I'm up to and what's going on in the world of TMP. And this is from today, Sunday, the 1st of May. Next week, I'm actually going on holiday. I'm going to be taking uh, a week off And what I like to do on holiday is I like to completely delete my email apps, my Instagram apps, I like to completely switch off and digital detox. And when you do that, the first couple of days, you get a little bit nervous, you get a little bit anxious, you're like, fucking hell, I've got all these things to do, what's going on? And then your mind, your body starts to really calm down. And what I typically tend to find is on days two or three, get really tired because as coaches, as entrepreneurs, we're constantly going and operating and moving at such a speed we often forget at the speed at which we're operating at. So wait, don't be surprised if you do a week-long digital detox. And this is where no clients can get hold of me. My team won't be able to get hold of me. I'm literally switching off. And when you, what you'll find is after the first yeah, like couple of days, you'll start to get a little bit tired. You'll start to get a little bit anxious, a little bit up and down. But it is really important that we switch off. And what you typically tend to find is that you become more creative. You have more ideas. You have lots of different stimulus. So I'm going to Zanzibar. I've never, ever been to um, that part of Africa or, or Tanza, Tanzania. So it's a little island just off of Tanzania. And I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of just winging it. I've got a hotel booked in Stone Island, the main city of the island, uh, there for two days. And then I'm going to just get there and explore and go to maybe one or two resorts for a couple of days after and just completely switch off. The reason I'm sharing that with you is because this actually ties into procrastination directly, that ability to slow down in order to speed up. So there are some nutcases and what these nutcases do is their job is to race to the top of a mountain. And what they do is they plan out their route, but they also plan out their rest spots and they still take those rests even if they don't, they still feel good. Even if they still get to that rest point and they go, no, no, I feel okay. Because it recognizes that strategic downtime, that recovery time is what's going to allow them to be more consistent over time versus working until you burn out and crashing, working until you burn out and crashing, click, 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 bang out. So that is part of why, you know, every four months I try and have a week long digital detox, ideally every quarter, sometimes it's not possible. Sometimes you have to only do four or five days, whatever you can get in for those strategic little pit stops to just slow down, take stock, do lots of journaling, reflect, chill out can be such a game changer. And I strongly recommend if you guys haven't got any digital detoxes in the diary, just try one for a weekend first. A week is going to be a bit much, might stress you out. Just try one day. Maybe it's on a weekend. Maybe try two days, try three days, work your way up. And you might be surprised at just the levels of insights and what it is you learn and pick up off the back of that. So let's talk about procrastination. What is procrastination? And a lot of people think it's the opposite of focus. And if we look at the dictionary definition, it's to delay doing something that you should do, usually because you don't want to do it. Sometimes we do actually want to do the thing, but it's something that we just keep putting off. We keep holding back and it's just not helpful. But procrastination is not a willpower issue. 
And I say that again, it is not a willpower issue. And I'm saying that because a lot of coaches and fitness entrepreneurs beat themselves up when they procrastinate. They say the words, I should, I should have got this done. I should be doing this. I should, I should, I should, I should, I should. But what if procrastination never existed? What if it's just not a thing? Well, here's the thing. When it comes to procrastination, it's either physiological, i.e. you're very, very tired. You're not rested. You haven't had that downtime that you need. Or it's an emotional issue. It's typically either you're burning out, you're fatigued, or there's some emotions that are getting in the way. And there can be some really sticky emotions. So this is not just going to be me speaking. Feel free to pause the podcast, to take uh, some notes, take, to start to journal. These are the sorts of masterclasses that we deliver in our Mindset Academy. Our Mindset Academy is built for fitness coaches and fitness entrepreneurs at that three to seven K a month in revenue mark. And they're looking to really build that structure for their lives to manage overwhelm and to evolve out of the old comparison syndrome, imposter syndrome, uh, and all of those insecurities and doubts. And this is the sort of masterclass that we deliver. So today's going to be a bit more practical. I'm going to ask you all to stop, pause, get out a pen, do some journaling, do some writing, really have a think about what's going on. So I want you to think back to a time when you were procrastinating or just after. It might even be today. It might be this week. It might be this month, whatever. And I want you to really check in. What was the presenting emotion either before that procrastination, during or after? Was you feeling stressed? Was you feeling afraid? Was you feeling angry? Were you feeling down? Were you feeling doubt, frustration, guilt, shame? Maybe it's another emotion with a different label. What was it that you were feeling in relation to that procrastination as to when it kicked off? In terms of your energy levels, how were you feeling? Were you arrested? Did you feel like you had the space, the clarity? Have you been eating well? Have you been training well? To really check in, what was the emotion? What was your physiological state? And just hit pause and do a couple of bullet points and just check in and see what's going on during that moment. Now I want you to think about what was the belief you had about yourself in that moment? So what is it you believe about yourself to be true as a person in those moments of procrastination? Begin that sentence with I, I am, or I'm not. So maybe it's, I'm not good enough. Maybe it's, I'm lazy. Maybe it's, I'm not pushing myself. Whatever it is, but think about on an identity level, what's the belief? And then after that, I want you to write because, and then challenge that with, and that means. So that might be, I'm lazy because I didn't do the work that I set out. And that means I'm never going to be successful. So just hit pause and begin to write that down. Because now we've identified the emotion, we're now identifying the belief that's driving that emotion and driving that distraction. And that's the line of code that's often going to be driving these thoughts, these feelings, these moments. And when you start to check in physiologically, how am I feeling? Emotionally, psychologically, how am I feeling? And what am I thinking? These are some of the things that are going to help us manage procrastination. Because at the end of the day, you don't attract what you want, you attract what you believe you're worthy of. Something I see with coaches, particularly when they hit a new income level and they have to free up a lot of time, so they start to procrastinate more. So then they start to become uneasy. They feel a little bit unsettled. And then they start overthinking and then they start creating problems. Because underneath, in the subconscious mind, they don't actually believe that they're worthy of that time. A lot of coaches have beliefs that they must work hard all of the time and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing is the answer. 
Well, absolutely, it's the answer when you're starting out. But at some point, do you want to be the underdog for the rest of your life? Or do you want to step in towards the king or the queen of your domain? And some people will say, I want to be the underdog all the time because that's safe, because that's what all you know. But actually, old keys don't open new doors. And sometimes we need to change our thinking. We need to change our behaviors in order for us to unlock that next door. But really get in touch with those emotions and understand them, feel them. The same with those beliefs. And just recognize that you are not your thoughts and you are not those beliefs. Those are just things you have within you. And just take a moment to pause to look at what is the opposite belief of what you wrote down? What is the opposite emotion? What is the opposite state? So if you picked fear and I'm not good enough, what would you pick opposite that? And just start to get in touch, start to think about that individual, that if the opposite of fear is excitement and I'm not enough is enough to put things in simple terms. Think about that version of you. Where have you felt that excitement? Where did you feel enough? Start to journal around what is different about that version of you versus the version of you that's showing up and procrastinating. Really have a think. So how can we avoid procrastination and hit laser focus? This one was an absolute game changer for me. And that is optimizing for peak performance hours. So I'm a night owl. As I'm recording this, this podcast very, very late at night, it's 20 past, I say very late, it's not very late for me, but for some it is, 20 past 12 a.m. And I operate best between the hours of 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. for my phone calls. And then I operate again when it's doing work like this or working on the business, working on strategy, working on hiring, working on all of those different things at night. So I have another sweet spot, 12 p.m. to about 2 a.m. Again, which is where my brain starts to work. Try and catch me in the mornings and all my friends and all of my ex-partners will uh, attest to this. Absolutely useless. I'm very slow. I struggle to think. Other people, the opposite. In the mornings, that's their go time. They're on it. But try and catch them late at night, not a chance. And everyone has different peak performance hours. So I want you to journal on these three questions. Question number one, and feel free to hit pause after each question. Which specific times of the day are your peak performance hours? Which ones do you feel really good? When do you operate? When do you get shit done? Number two, which specific times of day are best for writing an essay? And this is better for your written work, whether that's writing content, whether that's working on new things, or whether that is solving problems and puzzles that don't involve humans. Which specific times of day are best for that? And finally, question number three, which specific times of day are best for speaking to people? Think about when you have your best conversations, when you have that energy to talk, to communicate. And when you start to get really clear on your peak performance hours, it's really important that you just own those points. So I don't put any expectation on me before 2 p.m. I know between 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. are my peak performance hours to speak to human beings. So that's when I have all of my one-to-one sessions. That's when I'm live with the TMP Academy. That is when I'm... looking at speaking to new clients, that's when I'm doing podcasts, that's when I'm doing all of that. It's between 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. That's when I'm speaking to other human beings. And I protect that time religiously, at really, really, really religiously. And I'm protecting my energy and I'm making sure that everybody around me is getting the best version of Kira. And that's really important. Structure equals freedom. So get crystal clear on what you're doing and when you're doing it. And people think, oh, I don't want to be too structured or 
oh, I've set up a structure and I never stick to it. Well, clearly you've set up the wrong structure and it's not working. And also when you actually know what you're doing and when you're doing, that completely changes the game. So in the TMP Academy and in the TMP app, I've built a specific module that is around developing that structure. It gives you the tools and techniques you need to build that weekly structure. But to simplify, pick some themes. And this is just a very small version of that. But just pick some themes of your day. So a typical week for me, a Monday and Tuesday start off as my coaching days. That's where I do my one-to-ones and that's when I'm working on the academy. Then I have a king day on a Wednesday afternoon. So that is time for just me doing what I want, being able to slow down and relax. And then I work on the business, on systems on a Wednesday evening. Thursday is an academy day. So this is where I'm working mainly with the academy, whether that is coaching my team, whether that is coaching the clients, whether that's building resources and training. That is what I'm doing on on that Thursday. And then on Friday, it's another coaching day. And again, that's where I'm doing one-to-ones. That's where I'm doing uh, podcasts, speaking to people. Saturday is completely off. Nothing, no work. Literally leave my work phone at home in the locker, just gone. And then Sunday is my no expectation day. So on a Sunday, if I need more rest, I'll take more rest. If I'm feeling good and there's some key projects I need to work on, I'll work away on those. So just start with that. That's a very simple structure for you to begin with. And when you're picking those themes, pick them with your performance hours in mind. Set your days up so you're doing the work that you're best doing at the best times. And work and be flexible where you can. Eliminate distractions. Anybody else gets stuck into the hypnotic power of Instagram or Facebook, the news, emails. So one thing I do if I'm locking in for a on the business task, I literally switch my phones off and put them in a completely different room. Just eliminate those distractions. And then what you might find is, well, I can't possibly do that. It's not, I need to be on, I need to be on Instagram. I need to be on WhatsApp or whatever. Just delete the apps that are distracting you. And there'll be lots of apps on your phone. I make sure I have no notifications. And that might seem a bit scary. I might be a bit OTT, but I'll answer the phone when I want to answer the phone. The only way I get a notification is if somebody calls me or if I have an appointment in my diary that day. That's it. And once you start to log out and delete those distraction apps or you leave your phone in the other side of the room, you can then start to really concentrate, get a lot more done. Set time limits on your phone. So I've got limits on my app, on all my apps. And you can do that whether it's on an Apple or an Android. And what it does is it puts a little blocker, particularly on distraction apps. So when I click on it, a little blocker pops up and it says, hey, do you really want to do this? And then you can add an extra minute or you can add an extra 15 minutes. And it's going to pop in and it's going to say, hey, you sure you, sure you want to be on here? And the amount of times I've probably saved myself an extra 15, 20, 30 minutes where I've been struck in procrastination or distraction just from that little prompt can be such a game changer. Now, this is for distractions on a desktop computer. And I absolutely love these Chrome extensions. They're so good. So, so good. One is called Newsfeed Eradicator. And what that does is that takes away the newsfeed from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, Reddit. What else has it got? GitHub, Y Combinator. And what that means is when you've got that on, if you need to go into your Facebook, for example, to post something into your group, if you've got that on, it's not going to show you the feed. So you don't start scrolling and getting distracted. Now, this only works with desktop, but honestly, since I've set that up, that has been such a game changer when I need to pop in, get something done, pop out. Another one is Just Focus. And what Just Focus does 
is you put in the URLs that you want to block. Maybe they're Facebook, maybe it's the news, maybe it's Gmail, whatever. And you click start focusing. Whenever you click on those websites, there's a pattern interrupt that says, hey, you're meant to be focusing and gives you a little productivity quote. So again, these are just other ways to minimize distraction to really begin to concentrate. Another thing to think about is building a pre-work routine warm-up. You warm up for all of your exercises. You warm up for the gym. Why not do the same for your mind? So here's my warm-up routine. It's really simple. I put on a hot drink, so usually a cup of tea or a nootropic. I put on a work playlist, and then I turn on my focus extensions. So my work playlist, I like uh, liquid drum and bass. Don't know why. It's not something I listen to to relax. But because it hasn't got any lyrics, I can concentrate. Some people that works, other people they need dead silence, doesn't matter. And then what I do is I take, get out my notebook, I take a quick brain dump. So I just write whatever's on my mind. And this is when I'm trying to concentrate for tasks that require thinking. I just do bullet points for one A4 page of everything that's on my mind. And then I pick the smallest task and I get, and just that little warm drink, that music, that little brain dump, that just resets my mind. It tells my body, right, we're getting ready to work. And you can start to do that and you will get more done. Another thing is use some dedicated work music, some headphones that cut out sound or earplugs. And again, it's the act and it's the association with putting on a pair of noise cancelling headphones or some earplugs or something like that. When you have them on, just making sure that you only work when they're on. Something I like to do is also, I like to use light. So I use a blue light when I'm working. So if I'm in my office, that blue, when that blue light is on, I'm working. And if I catch myself with that light on and I'm not working, I switch it off and I change the color. And again, it's these little associations that warm up your mind, that warm up your body to be getting stuff done. So here's a really simple reset in case you get stuck in procrastination overwhelm. Number one, change your environment. Sometimes you're just going to get a bit fidgety. You're just not going to be able to concentrate. You're not going to get it done. That's okay. Whether that's moving to the front room, that's moving to a different room of the house. Even if that means going to a library or a coffee shop or some, a friend's office or something like that, sometimes changing your environment be such a good reset. Like I said earlier, taking a brain dump. So just writing this time three A4 pages of everything that's on your mind, just getting everything out, going for a walk around the block, getting outside, picking one small tiny task and just getting started. That can calm the nervous system down. And just go, right, what do I need to get done? And actually taking those little moments to slow down, to speed up can be such a game changer. At the end of the day, acceptance. Sometimes it's going to be like that. Sometimes you're not going to get shit done. Sometimes there is, you're just going to be too overwhelmed and stressed. You're going to be too tired. You're going to be fatigued. You know, are you lazy or are you just fatigued? And sometimes, you know, I certainly have it where you have to go, you know what? Today's not a day. And you might beat yourself up and you might think, no, I need to power through. I need to get it done. But if you're in the coaching business for the long term, do you really want to produce suboptimal work because you forced it out? Then impacting your performance on your next calls or your next sessions or your next work or your check-ins or whatever it is you need to do sometimes instead of beating yourself up and wrestling with the procrastination actually leaning into it and going you know what maybe i do need a break just take a couple of hours off slowing down relaxing changing up your environment doing something different and then coming back and then going again and giving it another go sometimes acceptance is the most important thing so i'd like you to get in touch with the state of being focused so think about a time where you were really, really focused, when you were locked in, you were lasered in. And think about what was going on in your world in that moment. What did you have? What resources did you have? That doesn't necessarily mean money or 
advice or mentorships or anything. That could be strength, clarity, energy, working on things that you love. And I want you to get in touch with that feeling of focus. Where in your body did you feel that focus? Was it your head? Was it your chest? Your stomach? Your arms? Your back? Your shoulders? Your legs? Think about that feeling. Was it a big feeling? A heavy feeling? Or a light feeling? Is it pressure or no pressure? If it had a color, what color did that feeling of focus have? And think about that color and think about how can you incorporate that. So for me, my focus color is blue. So I'll always have blue on in the office when I'm focusing. I've got it on right now. So just getting in touch with that feeling of focus and just start to write down and hit pause of all the things you had going on around you that was allowing you to focus. Your environment, your training, your nutrition, your sleep, your clarity, how switched on you were. Really get in touch with that and just start to think about how can you create more moments like this? What was different about that time to times and when you're procrastinating? And you might be really surprised as you start to journal on this, just all the different changes and the differences that you had going on. So I'm going to leave things there, guys. I want you to have a think about focus, procrastination. Do drop in the comments or give us a follow on Spotify, on uh, our Apple podcast. Leave us a review. Let us know. What did you find useful? What did you take away? What did you learn? And if you found this very helpful, please do share to your story. And if you'd like to learn more and get more access to more resources like this, more masterclasses or two to five minute videos where you can pick up this information and implement straight away within the TMP app, do get in touch. Just head to www.totalmentalperformance.com. You can learn more about us there. And if you want to book in a call, you want to have a chat with me or a member of my team, and just let us know. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an absolute honor. Wishing you all a great and fantastic week. So that's us for today, team. I want to say a huge thank you for spending this portion of your life listening to us. A couple of things before you disappear. If you're not already following us on Instagram, you can find all of our daily content on mindset and hitting peak performance at Total Mental Performance or our website, www.totalmentalperformance.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe or you'll find us on Spotify, uh, the Apple Podcasts and all the other various different platforms. Big love. Thank you ever so much. And we're looking forward to speaking with you soon.